everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the urban.com.au weekly podcast. Today we are recording from the offices of Catherine Gilbert in South Yarra, joined by Michael Lang and David Howard. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Good morning. Maybe to start off with, we might get you to provide a bit of background on yourselves and how you ended up here at Catherine Gilbert. Michael, would you like to kick us off? Yeah, sure. Uh, I came to Catherine Gilbert in April 1996, uh, started with then Paul Castro and Dennis Gilbert, who are the two directors and principals at the time. Have been here ever since. Started as a salesperson, worked my way through to become a sales manager, and then became a director when Dennis retired, probably 10 to 12 years ago mm-hmm. in that time frame then, and then around about two years ago, uh, we had a succession plan, yep. so uh, Paul stepped aside and uh, we took more there, and that's about my journey, mm. and here I am today, still going. David? I started the company in 2007, so not quite as long as Michael, mm. but uh, started working closely with Michael sort of back in 2007, uh, just uh, like Michael as a sales consultant, uh, then became a sales manager, and then sort of ended up sort of having ownership of the company when Paul... Uh, sort of basically mm-hmm. sold out, and um, that's uh, the term. Sold yes, out. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that's the term. And that's such a negative connotation. Yeah, no. yes. <laughs> so I've been here uh, twelve years. Yeah, yeah. I suppose the crux of why we're here is Michael. You penned a piece debunking the market myth, something yes. along those lines. Yes. Would you like to elaborate a bit more about that? There was a couple of points for me that stood out where. Previously, the market had been geared more towards the investor rather than the owner-occupier, whereas now we're starting to see that shift. Yeah, I think what's important is that there's there's sort of a little bit of sensationalism, mm-hmm. for want of a better way of describing it, and that's both by way of a headline that you see reported in the papers and whatnot, and there's also, you know, you hear radios and the shock jocks and yeah. things like that. and. Sometimes I kind of like it to, you're peeling the layer of an onion, you sort of go through all the different layers. And what I tend to find is that <clears throat> what people are sort of describing as catastrophic, it's actually, uh, it's just more normalised. So mm-hmm. we, we were coming out of a market where we would have had probably about 70% mm-hmm. of the market being investors. That's not normal. Yeah. So that was clearly not a sustainable market to be in. So eventually there was going to be a correction of some sorts. Mm. Now, in a, in a normalised market, you would generally have about 15% owner-occupier, first home buyer, mm-hmm. that is, sorry. Uh, you would have around about 45% around the investor, mm-hmm. and then the remainder will be your normal owner-occupier, such as you know second home, third home, empty yeah. nester, whatever it may be. That's generally how the percentages mm-hmm. normally work uh, in a normal market. We're actually in that now. So instead of recognising it and saying, well, we're a more of a normal market, it's everyone all of a sudden wants to take a hard left mm-hmm. off the Westgate Bridge all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, and it's going, well, what's going on here? We're free-falling. And it's like, well, well, actually, we're not. Yeah. We're just normal. So what you're coming from was what was not normal. Mm-hmm. Now it's just normal, which yeah. is perfectly fine. 
And that's what um, sometimes when you see these headlines and things like that, no one describes it as being back to normal. They're just describing it as being catastrophic and, and the world's about to end. But that's what sells papers, right? Yeah, or yeah, to a, to a certain extent, yeah. yeah. But but sometimes there's, it's it's it should never be a crime to sort of balance it a yeah. little bit to a certain extent. And, and then and then that out of that's born sort of frustration a little mm. bit. So we're in a market at the moment where it's probably more of a manufactured correction yeah. because that's just been off the back of the limitations imposed on, on credit. Mm-hmm. We have an economy that's obviously very good. We have full employment. We have low interest rates. Every, everyone knows all that type of stuff. So it's something that, that I can see very clearly that turn around very quickly mm-hmm. because all of a sudden, I, I think I read the other day where ANZ are talking about doubling their interest-only loans mm-hmm. from five years to 10 years. So if they're controlling the credit and all of a sudden they change the landscape of that, mm-hmm. which they will have to. The, the, the banks don't make money by holding it. They make money by lending it. And the more people that borrow from them, the more money they make and the better their share prices go and it sort of filters through. So they have to make a change eventually. And when they do, you can see the market turning very quickly mm-hmm. uh, because everyone's sort of waiting for the time to be right. And I'm just worried that people are sort of reading it a little bit wrong. Mm-hmm. And what will happen is that it will pass them by quickly. So they should be out there buying and mm-hmm. doing whatever they can and taking advantage of it and being joyous mm-hmm. Because we're coming out of market where everyone's complaining so much they can't afford anything, and oh my god, you know, how's anyone going to ever buy a home? Yeah. Our kids are going to be destitute, and all this yeah. type of stuff. Now they've got good marketing disco. Oh, what do we do? And oh, the market's going backwards. It's it's no good at all. And it's kind of all this. Yeah, everybody uh, this waits for the market to pick back up there. before they go and buy again. Yeah, and, um... and often it's too late. Which is interesting because you know. People have been lamenting the housing crisis and affordability and then, you know, it starts going back in the direction of becoming somewhat more affordable and it's like, well, and that creates, something had to give way. Yeah, it's like it creates uncertainty mm. and then all of a sudden people's natural reaction, uh, you know, when there's some uncertainty is just to do nothing. Would you say part of that was also tied with people waiting the outcome of the Banking Royal Commission? I think it's a convenient excuse yeah. Yeah. to a certain extent. I don't think people pick up the papers and go, geez, I wonder what's happening with the Royal Commission yeah. today. I reckon they're more interested in knowing how Carlton's performing in the pre-season yeah. than what they're <laughs> knowing about the Royal Commission. That, that's just generally speaking, yeah. right? So I, I think a bit too much weight mm-hmm. gets put on that. And then, you know, we're going to have the election. Yeah. And yes. There's all this you know, negative Stay gearing, what's going to happen there. But yeah. really, uh, you know, I think there there is a level that pay particular attention to that, but you mm-hmm. can micro-analyse these things and at the end of the day, uh, I, I don't think it has as great a bearing as what people think. Oh, on yeah. the average person I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, and that's not being disrespectful to them all, it's mm-hmm. just that they, they, they run their lives and they'll wake up in the morning, have their wee go to work, come home and yeah. just keep functioning as normal. Irrespective um, of the outcome of either. Irrespective, yeah. just, people just adjust and they just move on. Mm-hmm. They don't pause and stop, they just adjust. Yeah, it's funny. I think it's human nature. Um, you'll see, like, when everyone is sort of out there buying and everything's so buoyant, um, everybody else is wanting to be out there yeah. buying. And then all of a sudden sort of things come off a little bit and, um, you know, and there's some uncertainty and then all of a sudden everyone sort of just mm. is, is doing nothing. Except for the people that realise that you've got sort of a, a small window. It's like a breathing period yeah. really over the next 12 months. And I guess probably the 
the, the smart investors will actually be out there taking advantage of it and buying when it's a good time to buy and actually pricing has come off a little bit. You can actually pick up something that's reasonable value instead of paying um, sort of, you know, the highest prices for something. It's an interesting sort of period at mm -hmm. the moment where, as Michael said, you've seen a change in the marketplace, but there's no real economic reason for it. Yep. Nothing's changed by way of interest rates, population growth, uh, sort of unemployment and things. It's purely been, uh, you know, obviously lending has, mm -hmm. um, you know, has tightened and, and the rest has really been media. Mm -hmm. It's sort of been self-perpetuating in, in a way. Yep. Um, I'm not sure whether we've really seen that before normally when there's been a change in the marketplace, mm -hmm. there's been a, a main sort of economic reason for yep. it. I read recently, maybe in the last day or so, someone was saying that the level of drop in prices is on par with the GST. Oh, <laughs> yeah, look, um, yeah. look po po possibly. You know, there, there was there was bona fide reasons back mm, then yeah. as, as as to why as to why that was, but I'm not, I'm not so sure that 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 is the case yeah. in Melbourne, especially and knowing in apartments and what we sell off the plan yep. and, and, and things like that certainly uh, it hasn't uh, fallen as as much as that but mm. that was that was a bit more of a panic sort of time yeah. back then you know when when you really didn't know what was what was going to happen and sure enough uh, you know the the economy was stimulated through grants mm -hmm. and you know particularly the first home buyer grants and if you remember everyone came out I think they gave everybody a thousand dollars to go and spend so oh, yes. all, 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 yeah <laughs> all of a sudden Harvey Norman had plasmas yeah. at 999 <laughs> overnight so uh, instead of helping their uh, their back pocket they just went out and bought plasmas but uh, you know so I, I'm not quite sure you know and I, and I saw another article that we're only halfway through and yeah. things like that I'm so sure that we've seen the worst of it mm -hmm. because I get to see it and feel it and experience yeah. it firsthand. And generally there's around about a quarter, like a three month lag mm -hmm. by the time it sort of filters out there. But we've seen inquiry level increase significantly yep. this quarter than what we did Late the back half year. of last yeah. year. There is a hell of a difference in, in the market mm -hmm. out there. And it is certainly if you're looking at it to go even further, it may, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it won't, but we're certainly not have 50% of it to go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're not halfway through. So we've, you, you'll tend to find that when, it, when, when a market goes up and comes down, it, you get an, either an initial spike mm -hmm. and it shoots right up and then it sort of plateaus and gently rises. Conversely, when it really hits and everyone says, oh, this is it, the, the world's, world's about to end, yeah. and all of a sudden Harry Dent gets airtime and, <laughs> and all that type of stuff because they've got a book to sell, you'll find that it, it sort of drops like a stone for a certain period, and then again, it'll plateau and sort of slowly decline a little bit, mm -hmm. but negligible margins, yeah. and then eventually start to start to level out and, and climb again. Yeah. And, I, and I believe that we've had that, we've had that drop, and, and I'm only going by settlement. I, I don't have to rely on data. Yeah. I go from the people, I go for the phone ringing, I go for the transactions that are done, I go for people meeting them at open for inspections and talking to them on the street. That's my data, yeah. um, which is what you're getting first kind of Absolutely. real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, the, the phone rings, you know, real hello, I'm the one on the end of it, uh, not the Herald Sun or the Age yeah. or anyone like that, yeah, we're, we're it. So I, 
I can feel it, mm-hmm. uh, and, that, and that's why I'm, I'm supremely confident that we're not like you know halfway. Yeah. We've, we've we've had a lot of it, uh, whether we're eighty percent of the way through or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think we've we've weathered the the biggest storm. Yeah. Mm. It's it's funny. I mean, changes in the market they seem to come and go very quickly. I mean, really, we're sort of talking about being you know sort of maybe through the worst of it, but it's really only been you know sort of the last sort of six or sort of nine months that we've experienced it. Even with the GFC, like things obviously uh, sort of shifted back then, but it doesn't, it didn't really feel like mm. it was, you know, we were affected for that long. Yeah. Um, before you know it, uh, things were good again. And, uh, you know, it's funny, everyone has a very short memory. Mm. So as quickly as sort of things come off, they come back on again. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to sort of see. But even late last year or the second half of last year where I, I, I think everyone could notice that things had come mm-hmm. off, um, the inquiry was actually still there. Um, it wasn't like all of a sudden we weren't getting any inquiry on yeah. real estate. We still were. Um, just probably uh, the we were getting the inquiry, but the, the engagement mm-hmm. or people actually making a decision, that's what had changed. Yeah. Um, so people were still inquiring, still looking at real estate, but they just weren't committing to buying. Everyone is waiting to see what sort of the market is sort of going to do mm-hmm. before they actually sort of, you know, make a decision and sign a contract. And a lot of those people are starting to buy now, aren't they? We've had yes. sales that have happened where they've inquired back in August, mm-hmm. September, and they've, they've purchased. So they've, they've obviously said, okay, well, I think maybe it's <laughs> it's not going to get much worse or, it's, yeah. you know, it's it's... It's time to, it's not in free fall anymore, maybe it's time yeah. to, to make a move. They've sort of waited and done yeah. their homework and yeah. I guess mm-hmm. feel comfortable enough to now make a decision and, yeah. and commit to something. As we're sort of second half of last year, we were still getting the inquiry, but just no one was making a decision. Yeah. Um, everyone was sort of just waiting. That sort of gestation period, if mm-hmm. you like, from mm-hmm. when a, an inquiry, that, that journey of a buyer. So when, when you're in a market that's, that's very bullish, and there's FOMO out there, yeah. for want of a better way of describing it. People are coming in on a Saturday and signing a contract on a Sunday, or that afternoon, yeah. or putting a deposit down. They feel more pressured too because they might. Yeah, they're going to miss out. Yeah. miss out. Yeah, now they sort of go away, and you might have to uh, touch them a few times yeah. on the journey, you know, about yeah. three or four times. Uh, that, so just that gestation period's a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but it's, it's certainly not like they're not buying. Yeah, It's like, okay, well, I want to make sure I get the right decision, give them the right deal. Uh, and off they go. They're still comfortable buying real estate. It's just a longer process. Yeah. Mm. Something that stood out in that article you penned, Michael, was making the comparison between the share market and housing, and, and how people will always need, you know, well, you a always roof need a roof over your head, head right? Yeah. It's, so it's 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 common sense. No, yeah. no, no one wakes up desirous like, oh, geez, I'd love one day to have some NAB shares. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's <laughs> not that's not a great Aussie dream. Yeah. Uh, that's my. That may be a bit more U.S. style, where mm. everyone, you know, you see all those moves. They want to hit Wall Street yeah. or do something like that. Um, some great hedge fund. But <laughs> Australians are generally more, you know, you, you sort of say, well, I've either got to rent, yeah. I've got to buy, I've got, I've got to do something. I need a roof over my head. So there's always uh, that's always sustainable housing, and that is why it's um, yeah diff- different to the share market because that's. The volatility in that, and, mm. and we, we can't handle it. Yeah, we, you know whether that's an Australian thing or whatever. It's just too volatile. Who wants to sit there every day while they're eating their wheaties to know whether they're being going to be sick that day or you know, yeah. whether they're going to be flying high? <laughs> you know, it's it's an awful way to live. Yeah. Uh, whereas you know, with the real estate, I think we tend to find that we're better. It's just like okay, well, 
let's just set, forget, it's mm. a forced saving. We know it stood the test of time. Uh, we don't have to panic at any time. It's, it's, it's always been the best form of investment mm. you can possibly have uh, because it's the one that pays the least amount of tax. Yeah. And the, any investment that pays the least amount of tax is really the best. Mm -hmm. So your principal place of residence is, is always going to be supreme. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So to have your own, to have your own house or to have your own apartment or to have your own piece of real estate is always going to be number one mm -hmm. uh, for everybody out there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they always want that. And people, it's often overlooked that people have to buy or sell for different reasons. Like if you move interstate or overseas. Yeah, it's or a, if you're jobs. Over. Yeah, some people yeah. get married, some people get divorced, some people have kids, yeah. some people, the kids are leaving home. You know, there's there's always, that. that's Everyone's, why that normal market, mm -hmm. you always get, say, at least 50% of it made up of either first home, yeah. empty nesters, second home, because that's always there. They don't move subject to economic conditions. They don't mm -hmm. go, oh, the rates are low, yeah. let's, uh, let's now uh, offload one of the kids so we can go and buy an apartment. You know, it's, it happens naturally. naturally yeah. uh, the investors is what swings. Mm -hmm. They'll cash in, cash out, whatever it may be. But the owner-occupier uh, market that, that that is that is just a natural a natural uh, cycle that, mm -hmm. that that people go through. And in the tips to developers that you provided at the end, there was a number around fifty-six to sixty apartments within a development. Is that Roughly the magic number for you talking about rock size rock. of the development, or are you talking yeah, sorry, size of the development? Yeah, to about that fifty to sixty. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Because when when you start getting above that, say if you're getting to numbers that are circa a hundred mm -hmm. and up, you're relying a lot on the investment yeah. market because we can't really uh, swallow that amount of apartments in the local market. Mm -hmm. We can generally swallow around about that. 40 to 50 and then you'll, you'll still have some investors in that yep. but you might have you're you not know, so another, another dozen no, of those yeah. or whatever but you're not you're not so reliant on them so when you're in the towers and things like that you've got to tap into offshore yeah. markets you've got to go into state you, you, you've got to go to you know do seminars and whatever it may be so your cost per sale is obviously a lot higher but mm -hmm. you are relying a lot on that that investor market yeah so my recommendation was for most developers if they can keep perhaps rather than doing one at 200 yeah. they might be better off to have three or four sort Maybe of 50 and 60 yeah. there's a lot less pressure from the banks yeah. uh, funding's a bit easier to maintain or to obtain I should say uh, there, there, there is a, a, a better market for that it's and you're more stable. likely to through planning get approval for that yeah, level the, of development the process the generally yeah. is a lot easier uh, to work with so that that's always a nice model mm -hmm. to have. I get why people do the towers yeah. and things like that. So that's that, that that's fine. But um, for people that want a little bit more mm -hmm. peace of mind, it's easier to get in and out of those fifties and sixties yeah. than it is to be stuck with two or three hundred. Because you see it in Sydney now, where they've really got big developments, mm -hmm. like three hundred, four hundred, five hundred, all over the shop. And then it's like you know, the music stopped. They're halfway through it, they're going, God, what do we do here? They yeah. can't get out and they can't stay in. They're, they're all over the place. It, geez, it's, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't be having a, 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 you know, a good night's sleep, yeah. I wouldn't imagine. It's a lot to be sitting there with. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, so probably, you know, your, your medium density development is probably, if the market does come off a little bit, it's a, a lot safer mm-hmm. sort of product to be developing. Um, you know, the time period just to sort of sell them all uh, is, is not going to be as long. Mm-hmm. And to some developers, that's pretty much that scale and that number of apartments is their bread and butter, like project yep. after yes. project is yeah. Yeah. essentially that. They've worked yeah. out the perfect model. They try and yep. get the model, the yeah. right architect, yep. and, and just keep it moving. There's, and there's... There's a few more layers to it, you know, mm-hmm. planning and pricing and, and things like that. I always try and encourage the developer to design and build something that is to the owner-occupier market yeah. because the investor will always buy an owner-occupier apartment, but an owner-occupier won't necessarily yeah. buy an investor type of apartment. An investor type of apartment will be something that's maybe a little bit smaller or slightly compromised, yeah. uh, whereas the owner-occupier type of apartment mm-hmm. has just that little bit more space, a bit more covered space, you know, whatever it may be, there's a bit more thought that's gone into it. Yeah. An investor will buy that, but never the other way around. And from your recent experience and observations um, of speaking to people and just what you've observed, mm. how's the apartment market doing versus, say, just your typical... Established times. Yeah. yeah. Look, I think um, uh, probably, would you say, the established homes have probably felt the change in the market more so. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think we're still probably, on average, sort of busier than your normal established agency. Yep. I think that sort of this last uh, sort of six to nine month period, it's been a dramatic change for yep. people selling established property. Um, uh, with what we do, we've noticed a difference. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, the inquiry has still been there. Uh, the stock has still been there. I think in the established space, uh, there's been a lot less stock because mm-hmm. people just aren't putting their house on the market as we're with developers. Um, if they've got a development ready to go, they don't have the luxury of just sort of waiting, or mm-hmm. majority of them anyway. Um, so the stock is still there for us. Yep. It's just a case of whether the people are actually sort of buying. Um, so I think we've probably not been impacted mm-hmm. sort of quite as much as your normal sort of uh, agency sort of just selling established real estate. Yep. And you see it through clearance rates yeah. and things like that. So it's a lot tougher for them um, because there's, there's, there's always that emotion uh, emotional attachment that people have with their homes. Yeah. So, that, so they can sit down and say, okay, well, I want three million from the house because, you know, I saw Jack and Charlie get the same down the road, so yeah. mine must be worth that. So they'll go there and price might be 2.6, 2.7. They'll say, okay, well, we won't sell them. We'll wait for the spring or we'll yeah. wait till next year or whatever it might be. Whereas, like Dave said, a lot of the developers don't have the luxury of, oh, they say, okay, well, this is the price, that's the price, we have mm. to adjust and we have to make it work and then off we go. So we keep running, we make our adjustments, we keep running. Whereas the established, they'll either say, well, I'm not putting it on yeah. the market because the price isn't right or um, they'll pull it and they'll change the timing of it, whatever it might be. That market, surprisingly, has felt it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and it's it's come off quite a bit in a lot of what you'll call like blue chip areas. Mm-hmm. But our market has has actually bubbled along along okay, provided the the prices have adjusted. Yeah, are there any particular areas that are doing really well at the moment? Or in a past, yeah, it's apartment ones that yeah. stand out. Pro- probably or? east, southeast is mm. probably our strongest. It's funny, it? it's been like it's very project specific at mm. the moment. Sometimes there's no real logic to it. Yeah, um, you can launch something, and for whatever reason, it strikes a chord, or you know, for that particular product in that particular area, mm-hmm. there's still strong demand. So some of our developments are still selling quite well, yeah. and then others, you know, it's a sort of a slower process, um, but. I mean, obviously, we launched one in Blackburn on the weekend. Mm. Uh, that has gone 
sort of extremely well. Mm-hmm. You, you would, you know, you wouldn't have thought there's been any change in the market. Yep. That's sort of how that has sold to date, um, sort of over the last sort of week or so. Um, yeah, so it just depends on what it is and obviously sort of where it is. Mm-hmm. But the but most of our strength has been that sort of east. South East, that's, that's where it tends to be a bit more yep. stable and consistent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, especially on that railway line, you know, going yes. all the way out yep. as far as Blackburn, Nunawading, Ringwood, heading out that way. Uh, that's been quite strong and we've had good success even like little pockets of Hampton and areas out there. Mm-hmm. So that South East has been quite strong. Yep. Uh, the North and the West has uh, been a bit hit and miss. David, Michael, was there anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? Uh, yes, yes, now you should be going out there and buying. That's what you should be doing. <laughs> but it's all about leverage. Yep. So make sure that you've got a good deposit, mm-hmm. uh, that you can, obviously, you can afford it, but have a healthy deposit and give yourself that buffer so that if you do come across a time where you need to sell or whatever, you don't have to yep. because you've got that buffer in there. But go out there and take advantage of it because... Absolutely. It won't last, mm-hmm. and it nothing ever nothing ever yeah. does. It's, it doesn't boom forever. It doesn't go bust forever. So I would be be out there if you see something you like. Uh, make sure that if it's financially right for you, get the best deal mm-hmm. you can because uh, now's the time when when you can get those. Yeah, there's certainly more opportunities out there. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, it might not be around forever. for too much longer. Mm-hmm. David Michael, thank you. Have no, you enjoyed your time you. today? Yes. Thanks very much.